Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mornings on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah. 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 Happy being alive day, everybody. DA with you here on CBS Sports Radio. Coming up this hour and 20 minutes, sound check. Your best audio of the day in 40 minutes. How petty... Is one Packers bar being towards Aaron Rodgers? We'll tell you coming up this hour. I made Jackson State my champs because they open up their season with a thunderous win over South Carolina State, 37-7. They led 37-0 at one point in time. Jackson State, of course, was where Dion was the last three years. Now everybody's ignoring Jackson State again, but I've got a soft spot in my heart for Jackson State because that's where Walter Payton and Jackie Slater, two of the greatest NFL players ever, played and routinely they would put four or five kids in the NFL draft every single year through the 60s and 70s. Harold Jackson played there as well. Leon Seals played there. He went to the Bills. He was part of that Bills 90s dynasty. So they had such just some great NFL talent and it was like Dion's here. Oh my God, pay attention to Jackson State. And then suddenly it was Dion's gone. Do they even play football still there? Yeah, they do. And they just won last weekend by 30 points. They'll take on Florida A&M in the Orange Blossom Classic coming up this weekend from Miami. Yesterday, cut-down day around the NFL, and in the NFL, you got to have your quarterback, you got to have your backup quarterback, especially this time of year, going into the season. We're 10 days away from the NFL season. One injury away, one play away from having to thrust in your your backup QB. So not the time to be making dramatic decisions, even at backup quarterback as well. However, however, the New England Patriots have decided to release their fourth-string quarterback, Trace McSorley, their third-string quarterback, Malik Cunningham, and their backup quarterback, Bailey Zappi. Now, remember last year when Bailey Zappi caught fire. He came into that game at Lambeau Field against the Packers and then filled in during a couple of injury games, injured games for for Mac Jones and played pretty well and seemed to have, have some juice. He was a scrappy player, unheralded player, kind of perfect, perfect quarterback for the Patriots, perfect player for the Patriots. Know your role. Don't try to do too much. Fans loved him. Signs of Zappy Hour in, in Foxborough. Bailey Zappy was a thing last year. 
And suddenly we are 10 days away from the NFL season beginning, and the Patriots not only have released Bailey Zappi, they don't have a backup quarterback on their roster. Whoa. Bill Belichick. It's difficult for everyone. It's difficult on the relationships, but we all knew this day was coming, and this is part of the process, and it's a very competitive league, and there's a lot of, a lot of very talented you know, players, and, and they compete, and not everybody can you know, have a spot. This is a bizarre one. Why would Bailey Zappi be released after how well he produced last year in the pre in the regular season, why would he be released after the end of the preseason with no other quarterbacks on the roster to take that backup slot? Why, why, why? Okay. Let me give you the politically correct answer. Okay. And then I'm going to give you a bit of a conspiracy theory answer. The PC standard answer is he had a really bad preseason. Bill O'Brien's new offense, he did not get into very well. He did not execute very well. His decision-making was slow. He wasn't very accurate, had a bad preseason. They say, you know what? We just, we need something better at that spot. And that's distinctly possible. The other standard fare right now is he was so bad in the preseason that they can waive him, they can release him, and nobody's going to pick him up anyway. And so they'll just pick him back up. Okay, maybe. Not sure why you wouldn't just keep him in the first place then, but you get down to your roster limit and you just assume that you'll be able to bring him back anyway because nobody else wants to pick him up because he was so bad. All right, maybe. Also, we know that Bailey Zappi has physical limitations. He's on the smaller side, doesn't have a huge arm, and so he's got to make up for that with incredible accuracy and quick decision-making, and he didn't do either one of those things in the preseason. So didn't really fit in the Bill O'Brien offense, needed to make better decisions, needed to be more accurate, didn't do any of those things. You got to cut him. Okay, all of that is, is possible, plausible. And maybe, you know, coming up here in a few days, he's going to end up being back with the Patriots, and this is all just a, a wasted segment. But here's the conspiracy theory. That... For half the fan base or a portion of the Patriots fan base that wanted Bailey Zappi to be the starting quarterback last year, that fit into the Patriots narrative of undersized, overlooked, scrappy guy that'll do anything for the team. He won over a lot of fans, which may have made life harder on Mac Jones and Bill Belichick's going, I don't want to deal with that again. I need the entire locker room to be all in on Mac Jones. I want the fan base to be supportive of Mac Jones. Mac, remember, had friction with the coaching staff. Mac didn't like how he was used or the offense ran, and it was tenuous at times, and... This was after Bill had thrown bouquets at his feet in the preseason. Maybe this is Bill going, I don't want a uh, a fan favorite around here that's going to create more, well, what about Bailey Zappi if Mac Jones goes out there and throws a couple of interceptions week one? I don't want to have to deal with that. Now, that's just 
Again, a slight possibility because it's also possible that Zappi is everything Bill loves, which is, again, a guy that never complains about anything, just happy to be there. He is your Julian Edelman or your Danny Woodhead or your Chris Hogan or any of these guys that should be out of the league and yet they find a spot in New England and thrive. Maybe he loves Bailey Zappi and wants any excuse to have Bailey Zappi in the roster because it pushes Mac Jones. And it shows everybody in the locker room what the commitment to the Patriot way is and no days off and do your job and don't complain and all that stuff. Maybe that's true. But you can't ignore the fact that Bailey Zappi last year definitely was a fan favorite. And by blowing out Matt Patricia and bringing in Bill O'Brien, that was to fix what was broken with Mac Jones. There's no doubt about that. Fix that. And maybe part of the reason, part of the way that you fix that is by clearing the deck from a guy that there was already maybe some internal strife between Mac and Bailey Zappi or just some camps within the locker room that one camp liked Bailey, one camp liked Mac Jones, or maybe there's coaches that like Bailey Zappi. Who knows? It definitely clears the deck at the moment for Mac Jones. Again, if Bailey Zappi comes back and resigns with the Patriots and Four hours from now, then my theory is completely kaput. 855-212-4CBS is that phone number, or on Twitter, DA on CBS. It is not a Tuesday, and so it is not a trash Tuesday. However, Rob of the 321 wants to trash us. Of all the no's Pete the Body played in the first segment, no Hurricane Jen? Really? I'm trashing you guys. Get that guy a napkin. My guess is that's probably going to make Pete want to play it even less. Yeah, you don't challenge Pete the body on the drops. Unless you want to do it. Unless you want to do it. Hold on. (laughs) Hold on. No. There it is. It's a good no. 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 Almost almost like Hurricane Jen was telling her dog not to pee on the floor over there. No. 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 Daniel in 316 tweets, shouldn't the hopeful executive producer ask if a Diamondback has actual diamonds in its back? Hashtag Michael Jacksonville. I've had enough of that guy. Oh, jeez. I've had enough of the 316. I've had enough of Wichita. What's wrong with Wichita? This guy. Just Daniel. Just Daniel. That's what's wrong with him. He gets under my skin. What? Why would I ask if a diamond back has diamonds in its back? Well, I don't know if that's specifically about you. Maybe just any executive producer following the steps of Mraz, I think, is the joke. No, nah, he's taking a shot. Damn, Daniel. Tom, Daniel, the 316. Daniel. Tom, Daniels. Damn, Daniel. Can I tell you this also, how cool our listeners are? Moose, who runs the Up the Gut Instagram account, he has for years, except last year was on hiatus, has for years made the football food of the week. Okay? And he has put it on display. He's actually followed the recipe, which we'll have to figure out what we're going to do there, but we have a week and a half to figure that out. 
But football food of the week, he makes the recipe, eats it. He actually eats these sometimes inedible things, concoctions that Mraz cooks up or sometimes just steals off the internet. All the time steals off the internet. But yesterday we had the Pizza Hut debate. And Pat Boyle, a.k.a. Tom Doyle, thinks that the hut is trash. And me and Pete think that the hut is great. And Up the Guts Moose posted a picture of an old school Pizza Hut and wrote this. This. This right here. And the picture is a personal pan pizza on that nice black stone hot plate Uh with a big Coke, fountain Coke, and a big red plastic cup and a, a red booth and the overhead lighting. And this is what he writes. This, this right here. This one picture is everything DA was talking about during the Pizza Hut argument today. I couldn't just stand by and listen to the slander. It's the tablecloths and the lights, the comfy red booths, and yes, the thick plastic red cups. It's the NBA Jam arcade machine of the lobby. It's the employees trusting you to serve yourself and your family out of a screaming hot 500-degree pan. It was everything. Now I'll give you, it wasn't quite the same anymore, but as far as chain pizza goes, it's still near the top. They gave the world stuffed crust pizza, for God's sake, one of the greatest inventions mankind has ever undertaken. They found a way in an already completely cheese-covered food to add more cheese. All caps. It's unbelievable. So all you haters can shove it. Because honestly, y'all don't deserve the hut anyway. Hashtag Pizza Hut, hashtag The Hut, hashtag Nostalgia, hashtag The DA Show. If you can't handle The Hut at its worst, you don't deserve The Hut at its best. That's right. And me and Pete know, if you were of a certain age between 1974 and 1989... There is nowhere you'd rather be at the age of nine years old than walking into that big, cavernous, dark place. But when you walked in, it was home. It was warm. It was inviting. It was red. Very. Overhead stained glass lighting. Big red booth. Squishy. Soft. Felt like you were going to somebody's basement. And you would sit down and they would offer you a picture of your favorite beverage soft drink if you will they would bring up big dinged chipped plastic red cups that had been drank out of for decades since the late 60s and you would drink out of the same ones almost like a mug at your favorite bar and then you would ask mom can we get toppings today and she would say no that's extra Say, okay, fine, plain is okay. <laughs> you say, but please, the sausage is really good. She would say, no, we're not paying more for pizza. Just eat this. You say, okay, fine. And then you ask your mom for a quarter for that pinball machine, for that arcade machine out in the lobby. And you would order that delicious pan pizza that comes out bubbling, piping hot. And as you sipped on that fizzy drink of yours at nine years old and had visions of playing Nintendo in your head or Sega Genesis or Atari or ColecoVision. You would then think back to school and think how awful homework is and how icky girls are. But you get that quarter. You pop it in that pinball machine. 
for that arcade machine. And when you came back, that pizza was out and ready, and it was so boiling hot, and that 17-year-old server was nowhere to be found, probably out back smoking cigs. Talking about the new Black Sabbath album. And as you served yourself, you'd scald your little tiny hands. And that cheese would drip all over the place. And you'd get sauce and cheese all over that... Walter Payton jersey. Bart Simpson t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd burn the roof of your mouth on that scalding hot pie. But oh boy, was that living. That was living, baby. That was Friday night. That was a big Friday night. And maybe you'd go back home to watch Family Matters. What did Urkel do tonight? Did I do that? You'd go home and wonder if you were going to make it in time for the new episode of Full House. Cut it out. Have mercy. What was Ranger Joe doing tonight? It was everything. It was everything. Before... Snapchats and TikToks and YouTubes and cell phones. Computers. PS5s. You had nothing, but you had the hut. And that, my friends, is why you can scrap the other chain pizza establishments. There ain't nothing like what used to happen in that magical place known as P-I-Z-Z-A-H-U-T with a raised roof. For whatever reason, we don't know. It was the architecture that probably made that pizza taste so delicious. That weird, bizarre, flat-angled roof with the big part in the middle. But it was what we had. You step outside. Oh, God, it's so bright out here. Why is it so bright? My eyes had adjusted to the cave known as Pizza Hut. But it was everything. And those of us that experienced it know there's nothing like it. I've got three holes with your argument. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was incredible, by the way. One, what does it say when you go out of your way to compliment everything but the product <laughs> itself? Well. Other than saying the sauce and cheese would get all over you. Well. Two, you even that you ran out of compliments to the point where you were scratching and said it's red. Uh -huh. It it was red. It very, very red. <laughs> that was that was part of the nostalgia. It was very red. Extremely. It, red. it was a culture. And third, <laughs> why are you still defending it if they don't even do that stuff anymore? They could have retained that nostalgia. I think they might be trying to. Those Craig Robinson commercials suggest that they're trying to do this again. And Craig Robinson is the only reason why I even know Pizza Hut still exists. <laughs> Griddles McBlackout <laughs> tweets. One of the greats. <laughs> One of the greats. The hut might have nostalgia and ambiance, but the pizza is trash. Oh, you're trash. Griddles McBlackout. <laughs> I don't like that name anyway. Steven in South Carolina, damn it, DA, now after the storm passes, I'm going to have to take my kids to pizza to relive the memories. I'll tell you this right now. I've already thought about when I can get AJ into a pizza hut. <laughs> I've already thought about where the closest pizza hut is to me. I tried doing that yesterday, couldn't find it. Yeah, we had one 
in the town over from us that we used to go to, but they shut it down to make it a flashback burger joint. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to, I got to look up where, the, where there is one, but I, I'm telling you for lunch one day, me and AJ will sit down for our own personal pie and we'll burn the roof of his mouth and I'll wax nostalgic about the 1983 NFL draft with him. You know, there are some deep dish places in Chicago that would give off the impression it could be similar in terms of the ambiance to the old school pizza. Mm-hmm. So they have a good shot of uh, recapturing that ambiance with well, I mean, of, yeah, better yeah. pizza. If you go, to, if you go to Chicago, it's an elevated experience yeah, with your with then your Pizza Hut pizza. I will. No, but I, I'm talking about ambiance. Oh. There are some restaurants that have yeah. that ambiance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Chicago is filled. That's why I love Chicago, with places that are dark, comfortable, and easy to drink and eat in. They just they invite you in. You just go into this like black hole, and you're like, oh, yeah, who knows what time it is. I'm just going to keep eating and drinking forever. It's kind of like when you go to Vegas, there's no clocks anywhere. They're just trying to make sure you forget what time it is. Mm-hmm. In Chicago, they're trying to make sure you forget what the weather is outside because it's either freezing cold, it's snowing, it's windy, it's raining, it's warm and sunny for six weeks out of the year, so they got to you know, distract you. It's like when we went to Buffalo last year. It's like every place was so warm and toasty to just go inside and eat wings and drink Labatt Blue Light for like six hours. It's how you kill most of your days. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. It's, it's the life. It's the life. It's beyond anything that's on your phone. It is funny based on where you are in America, the type of place that you want to go into eat and drink at. Because in Chicago and Buffalo and places like this, Minnesota, Green Bay, you just want a dark and cozy place. You just want a dark, cozy, no windows. I just want to go in there, hunker in, hunker down, and just get nachos and burgers and fries and loaded tots and pitchers of beer after pitchers of beer. Let me just watch 10 of these games. I'm just going to watch like three games in a row. When you're in Florida, California, you want it open. You want big windows. You don't want to feel like you're stuck inside. You want to be eating on a lanai. You want to be eating on a patio, eating on the beach. Margaritas. The darker place, the worse the place is. You just you want it bright and sunny and beautiful. But no, the hut, the hut was like Sheboygan. <laughs> yeah, you Sheboygan want, in January. You want a John Candy rolling in there with a with a suitcase. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. You wanted red and brown. Yeah. You wanted red. You wanted red and brown. I, and wall so paneling. Associating with colors. <laughs> wall paneling. That place I used to go in the Poconos at my family. I forget the name of it. Nice little pub. It had the Christmas lights. The string Christmas Love lights. It. Love it. Fluorescent. Like a jukebox. Poconos? Poconos. I'm going to Poconos. <laughs> when we come back on the show, sound check your best audio of the day. And we have a clip from Chris Moore. Going to an interesting caller here at CBS Sports Radio. That's next. DA, CBS Sports. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. 
So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Radio. CBS presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. All right, welcome back. DA with you here on CBS Sports Radio. You can always listen to us in podcast form. Best of the show or the full four hours available on your favorite podcast platform. Search the DA show. We start with Jerry Jones. Guy like having a skeeter on a tape. Talking about Jalen Hurts. I think uh, had we been able to uh, draft him with next year's four, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the kind of talent he was in this draft, like I just told you two years ago, we were looking at uh, Philadelphia quarterback, I'm not going to call any names, but looking at him. Uh, had he fallen to us there, we would have drafted him. <laughs> As I said before, the Dallas Cowboys, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have a franchise quarterback. You've paid him a lot of money. If you did want to pose any type of competition threat, you now have done so with Trey Lance. But let's double down and tell Dak, we would have drafted your replacement three years ago. I mean, it's just kind of perfect. You're just... Let's try to create insecurity, paranoia, motivation. i not sure what the point is or just flapping your gums, but just it's Jerry. So, yeah. And Andrew Kaplan, Wizard of Watch DA, has done some of his finest work. If you were watching on Twitch or on YouTube on CBS Sports Radio or on WatchDA.com, <laughs> we did Jerry Jones morphing into Jack Stern before he has... Jack Stern as the Cowboys GM. It's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. He's pumping his fist in front of a Cowboys helmet, and he's given Jack some salt and pepper hair, so it looks like he's an aged executive, and it is just awesome. And in a strange way, I would trust Jack in that spot looking like that. I trust that guy. Oh, that's weird. It's kind of perfect. You can watch the show at YouTube and on Twitch. And at watchda.com. Let's listen into the Yes Network as Yankees outfielder Harrison Bader finds out he was placed on waivers. How did you find out you were put on waivers today? 
Um, I was in the uh, lunchroom. I saw it on uh, ESPN. I guess you know, I guess it popped up somehow over there. So that's how I found out. What was your reaction when you saw that news? Uh, like, what does waivers mean? <laughs> <laughs> Number one, I think that's a fair question. <laughs> Me too. Number two. Awkward. Imagine hanging out at your place of employment with all of your fellow employees in a communal area and then seeing on the TV that you were fired. It happened to Lucas Giolito, too. He said he saw a tweet, saw it on Twitter. I feel like that's going to happen here to us. Well, <laughs> I think it's on the table. See that. <laughs> we're all watching Sunday Night Football. We're like, wait a second. Yeah, I mean, I think this is public knowledge now, but whatever when our former colleague Craig Carton was taken into custody, we found out because it was on the scroll on TV. No one had told anybody here. It was on the local news. Yeah. <laughs> should Harrison Bader know what waivers are? Uh, absolutely. Uh, no, he should not know what waivers are. He should have known that he was on waivers <laughs> okay. before it was on TV. Because the Yankees should have told him? Correct. So he shouldn't have to know what the process is. Nah. But the team should let him know. Yeah. yeah that seems to be... Professional. He should have known maybe the the morning of. Right. Professional courtesy. Hey, we're putting you on waivers today. Right. What, were you, what were your first thoughts? Uh, what are waivers? That uh, means pack your bags, buddy. You're you're out of here. Well, yeah. uh, like, what does waivers mean? <laughs> I don't know if I would have admitted that, by the way. <laughs> it is pretty wild that the Yankees didn't alert him, and they must have made the decision early in the morning, as Pete said, because by the time it's on a scroll, it, it's hours it had, later. It's hours later. It might not even. What it had to be an official transaction, which is then reported, which is then posted. Right. It's like the NFL. It's the end of the day. All these names get submitted, and then everybody gets an email of here's what everybody did. Injured list, waivers. So the Yankees knew it was going to get out and just chose not. It's not like they hit send on the waiver request and then Jeff Passan's phone buzzed. Yeah, right. And he yelled into a microphone that Harrison Bader was on waivers. <laughs> right, yeah, right. There was some lead. There was, some, there was a gap. So how you don't just send someone to the clubhouse and be like, Harrison, just so you know, before you see it anywhere, you're on waivers. What a it, dumpster fire they've become. Real. Yeah. Because in the old, like in the oldish system, when they were this, the initial trade deadline and then the waiver, when it got to August first, almost everybody was put on waivers in case some other team was like, "Yeah, I'll take that bad contract." Because you could pull them back, like Pete mentioned right. last hour. Now you don't do that because you can't pull guys back. So it's not it's not tradition, so to speak, anymore for everyone to be on waivers. So it's a it's a unique decision that you have to make the players aware of that we're about to find out that we kind of don't want you anymore. And, and, like, how do you... They were not in a... They really... You couldn't convince yourself, if you were a Yankee fan, that they were going to make the playoffs last month. Why not try to trade them totally. last month? Get something, anything back. Yep. Totally. Oh, my God. Yep. It's like, you know, you were saying, oh, what if that happens to this show? This picture watching Iron Eagle. Throw it down to Evan Washburn. <laughs> yeah, Brand news from our, our radio affiliate uh, with regards to the DA show. <laughs> they have found a new producer <laughs> heading into the Super Bowl. <laughs> After eight months. <laughs> Here is a clip from Hard Knocks and HBO Sports as Aaron Rodgers in the middle of the Jets and Giants preseason game talks 
with the Giants defensive lineman Jahad Ward. Bootleg out to the left, flipping it left. McCall Hartman. Bro, that goes in respect, bro. Come on, what the is that? Five damn sets? I don't even know who you are, bro. I don't know who you are. You don't? I never heard of you. And the officials have to separate Jahad Ward and Aaron Rodgers. Drops back, lobs one, front left pylon. It is caught, Garrett Wilson, that's a jet touchdown. Poke the bear, bro. I ain't doing that. I'm not gonna hurt you. And I gave him the line, it's uncomeback with a bowl. I said, I don't even know who you are. And he said, he said, I don't know who you are. I said, both. Wow, I didn't see this episode yet. So Jihad Ward pulled the I don't even know who you are card to Aaron Rodgers. Well, I think Rodgers Rogers first. pulled it first to first. him, and then he goes, I don't know who you are. Yeah, <laughs> which is a pretty amazing line. I mean, of course he knows who Aaron Rodgers is. So that's, that's a pretty good, like, I can't see you. It's like the new I can't see you. That's like... Yeah, <laughs> it's like you. No, you smell buns. <laughs> <laughs> but it, that was. I mean, Rogers. Rogers sounds like a, a douche. I guess when you first listen to this. But I watched the clip. I haven't watched the episode. But I saw the clip. It's a preseason game, and he runs into Rogers like five steps after he throws the ball. And they didn't flag it. I don't know if they flagged it or not. He kind of just like. Game a, a very light shove, but still, the fact that he even touched him that late after he threw it, Which and and Saturday now that Rogers won't even can't even be touched. Yeah, and Saturday angry. Rogers said when they asked him about it, he's like, "Wait, wait for hard knocks." Ooh. He was teasing hard knocks post game on Saturday. He knows what to do. Mm-hmm. He loves the TV. Good show. game show host. Good teaser. Yep, he loves the TV show. Maybe he'll pay the writers. <laughs> His writers. <laughs> Finally. Here's Chris Moore, a.k.a. SEMO, here on CBS Sports Radio. Is this from the weekend? Correct. Uh, yes, I think Sunday morning. SEMO oftentimes does weekend hosting here on CBS Sports Radio. Sounds like he's going to be talking to a caller. says in my shot sheet, Beef, B-E-E-F, a caller named Beef in Iowa. Beef is on the hoof in Iowa. Hi, Beef. <laughs> 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 I was wondering, is that something you're doing, or do you have like a sounder? Oh no, that's the uh, the cow that I have right out in front. Uh, oh, you know, if, if I just touch them in the right spot, <laughs> that's it. I mean, it's there's not that's a lot nice. to it. Yeah, that's nice. very good. It's I always used, good to I have a to, friend, you know. Right. I used to do a uh, post game radio show, call in show for uh, the UNI Panthers after their games a couple of years ago. And they actually recorded my move, so. Very nice. That was yeah, important. it was pretty cool. People look so, forward uh, to that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> there is so much here. What are you wowing? <laughs> well, my my first wow. <laughs> what are you wowing? My, my first wow is that Beef in Iowa is the UNI Panthers postgame host. Former. Was. Yes. I feel like if I was driving home from a UNI Panthers game, I would want to hear beef break it down. <laughs> Number two, I can't tell. Is Chris Moore doing the cow there? Yeah. yeah that's that's his cow. It's pretty Live. good. Well, 
that's not a drop. He's not playing that. No, Chris Moore playing drops. Well, who's ever on the board? Nick Theodoro, Papa Giorgio, who sent me this playing drops. Fuck if he's awake on the board. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nick's a great guy. I'm not. <laughs> Pete didn't hire him either. He's a great guy though. Oh, uh, Chris, what you want me to play a cow sound for? Okay, so. That's a really good cow that Chris Moore is doing. Yes. He did both of those? I think the Cola did one of those. Beef in Iowa. Did his own. Produced the first one. Remember because he said they used to play his drop for the UNI Panthers so, post game. So these are both verbal moves. Beef did one that's dueling yeah. moves. It's dueling how they, moves. It's how they greet each other. How cows greet each other or how no, how beef, beef and Simo do. <laughs> okay. Is this comp like he calls up a lot? You're asking me if I listen to the weekend. <laughs> I don't listen to this show and I'm not here. I'm not listening to the weekend program. You don't listen to this show in between updates. No, I mostly do. <laughs> mostly. <laughs> Schwartz is not here. We're talking about Bogus. So this is all types of amazing. And a beat a guy named Beef has to be from Iowa. Iowa, Nebraska, somewhere in the Midwest. So this is a great spot for him to be. And when he picks up the phone, he has to answer with a move. That's a signature. You got to do it that way. So when you call up Beef's postgame show, it's Panthers postgame <laughs> here on 1380 AM. You you have to, he has to just move. <laughs> what are the Panthers doing there late in the fourth quarter? Why are they running on third and six? <laughs> <laughs> That's when he doesn't like things. That three-point shot by Perkins late in the shot clock. <laughs> I wonder why he's wonder why he's the former post-game voice. Maybe he found out he was on waivers. Do we think, on the, in the daily corn? Do we think his name is Beef because he's a big dude, and or because his last name is some form of beef, like Beeferson? Yeah. Is it Mark Beeferson? Oh, is Mark I, Beef Beeferson? Again, Beeferson? these are great questions. <laughs> Is his, nickname, is his nickname Beef because he resembles a hunk of meat or because his last name is Beefers? <laughs> Jeff Beefman. Is this Hank Beeferson <laughs> of Norville, Iowa? <laughs> and if there is a Hank Beeferson out there who got the nickname Beef... <laughs> You, he shouldn't even have to send in a demo. It should just yes, you're the UNI postgame guy, <laughs> Bob Beeferson. <laughs> Bob Beeferson. Thank you. Bob Beeferson. Otherwise known as Robert to you. <laughs> and Bob Beeferson is definitely the guy you go to an old school pizza hut with to watch. That's right. Hawkeyes, Gophers on a Saturday. He has the stained white polo <laughs> and some LA gears on. <laughs> I am voraciously trying to find the former post-game show host. I'm, I can't find him either, but I need to know more about Beef, who did post-game. <laughs> Pan <laughs> Panthers post-game. <laughs> Those are really good cow moves. Those are really good. I like everything <laughs> about that. I love that clip. I need more of that clip. <laughs> 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 now we need Hurricane Jen yelling no at the cows. <laughs> it's 
Stop going in my yard. No! No! <laughs> oh, this cow has wandered into my living room again. No! <laughs> oh, this cow, this cow is... No! Lying down in back of my Buick again. I can't back out of the driveway. No! 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 <laughs> that basically is the... <laughs> the coach's press conference after the UNI game. <laughs> How'd you do today? No! <laughs> uh, coach, were you happy with your team's performance? <laughs> No, is what I was No. <laughs> oh, All right, we'll see you next week All against right. Youngstown State. Thank you. No. Horizon League final coming up next. Coach, do you think you guys were prepared to play the Salukis? No. <laughs> I just, I just <laughs> searched <laughs> UNI Panthers beef, and the first thing that pops up on YouTube is a video of UNI Panthers fans enjoying beef while tailgating for Illinois State. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think of the marketing possibilities of a beef-hosted post-game show with the move of the night or something like that. Oh, you could do so, so much. That's great. Of the night. That's Brought great. to you by yeah. Pizza Hut. Right. <laughs> here's the call. Here's, like, the officials. Here's the penalty of the game that you had a beef with. All right, AB has headlines. Uh, an odd amount of kicker movement before yeah. cutdown or during cutdown day in the NFL yesterday. The Broncos trading for Will Lutz, reuniting him and Sean Payton. Nice. And the Patriots sent Nick Folk to the Titans, who cut Michael Badgley on Monday. New England is going with rookie Chad Ryland. But, of course, the headline in Foxborough is QB's Bailey Zappi and Malik Cunningham getting released. The patch reportedly hoping both of them will end up back on their practice squad. Is that so? This is why Mookie Betts <laughs> might be the NL MVP favorite. And on the first pitch, he cranks one to left field and out of here. Ow. I hit my arm. Oh. It's 36th <laughs> home run of the season. The National League Player of the Week is working on two weeks in a row. Uh, Charlie Steiner, former friend and colleague and co-booth man of John Sterling. That's from Dodgers Radio. 36 homers, a new career high for Betts. He and L.A. cruising to a 9-1 win over Arizona. <laughs> they are now 23-4 and this month. Giants righty Alex Cobb, one out from a no-hitter. Then since he's Spencer Steer... Doubled to right center, so just a complete game and a 6-1 victory. Hi, Spencer. San Francisco jumps Arizona for the last NL wildcard spot. The Cubs that? snapped the Brewers' nine-game win streak, one nothing at Wrigley. The A's cooled off the Mariners 3-1 after Houston won at Fenway 6-2, and the Rangers topped the Mets 2-1, so there's a three-way tie atop the AL West this morning. Mm -hmm. And USA men's basketball crushing Jordan, not Michael, Michael B. or Montel. <laughs> it was Montel. the country 110-62. That's the FIBA World Cup in the Philippines. Boyle no, wanted a Rondé Hollis Jefferson update, and here it is. 20 points and seven boards in defeat. No. That guy's got to get a contract. The Americans now play Montenegro to start round two on Friday. DA, okay. DA back right. to you. Excellent. When we come back here on the show, how petty are Packers fans being towards Rodgers? <laughs> One sports bar is going next level. DA, CBS Sports Radio. 
portion of the show sponsored by the United States Postal Service. Introducing USPS Ground Advantage. Reliable and affordable two to five day package shipping. The United States Postal Service. Well, you want Patty? We got Patty. In Milwaukee, Jack's American Pub has posted an offer for the upcoming NFL season. If the Jets lose, you win. At Jack's American Pub in Milwaukee, if the Jets lose with Aaron Rodgers as the starting quarterback, the bar picks up your entire tab. Oh, yeah. Come on, Damon. Wake up. All right, there are some caveats here. You have to open your tab 15 minutes before the Jets game and stay at the bar to watch the whole game. Rodgers must be starting for the promotion to kick in, and the Jets must lose for the Patriots to get their tab paid for. Also, patrons must be present for the entire game. The deal also does not include top-shelf liquor and doesn't work on Sundays where the Packers and Jets play at the same time. They're going to show the Packer game instead. So, there are 13 games where potentially the Jets and Packers don't play at the same time. 13 games where you have to go to Jack's, get a sit at the bar, can't buy top-shelf liquor, got to be there 15 minutes before the game, and Rodgers has to start. And you got to stay for the entire game. But if you get there 15 minutes before the game, sit at the bar, Roger starts, you're there the entire game, you can't leave, Jets lose, the whole thing picked up by the bar. Now, that's an amazing deal. you got to watch Jets football. But that's an amazing deal. And I think they're going to be paying a lot of bar tabs. I mean... Even if the Jets go 13-4, and four, which I don't think they're going to go 13-4, that's four times potentially that bar's going to pick up everybody's tab at the entire bar for the whole game. They're going to make a boatload of money. They're going to make a boatload of money because they'll be there for – because people will be there for more Jets wins than Jets losses. How about a tight game? Jets trail by a point. Rodgers slings a game-winning touchdown to the end zone. You gotta pay! Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 